Welcome to Kara's Corner, a podcast on education-related topics by Kara Berger. Today's podcast is brought to you by Adult Learning Theories, EDUC 755. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Kara's Corner. In today's episode, we will talk about learning in the digital age. What are the advantages? What are the disadvantages? I'll share my thoughts and some examples for both. Then we will zoom in on this course and consider how it has and has not been conducive to learning. We have a lot to cover, so let's go ahead and get started. I first want to talk about the advantages of learning in the digital age. There are so many, but I'm going to talk about a few of my personal examples. I want to start off by talking about something I've previously mentioned on this podcast, which is my love of podcasts. Very meta, I know. Podcasts have given me an avenue to learn about a whole host of topics, and most notably, things that I never found particularly interesting before. The two types of podcasts I listen to the most are politics and history. Both uh, are subjects I never felt particularly drawn to when I was in school. That I can easily access and consume such content really speaks to the idea of information always being at our fingertips. And I think this gets to a really big idea about the digital digital age that our learning can be completely self-directed. A hundred years ago, would I have been able to develop these same extracurricular interests in history and politics? Sure, but it likely would not have been so easy. Instead of scrolling through the podcast app on my phone, I might have had to go to a library, or honestly, I don't even know how else I would have done it. But it undoubtedly would have been harder, which could absolutely have been prohibitive. I think embedded within this example is Grow's self-directed learning stages. And what is unique about this in the digital age is that I think we have more capacity than we ever did before to move through these stages on our own. Sure, we rely on experts to learn and move from dependent to self-directed, but we can do so out of our own volition and at our own pace and really tailored to our specific interests. So I like politics and history, but I still find topics within these to be incredibly boring. And the digital age lets me be hyper-focused on the type of information I want to consume. My next example is also sort of meta. It's about how the digital age helps me learn about the digital age. So when I was getting ready for my presentation and discussion a few weeks ago, I was sort of shopping around for different platforms for how to best facilitate this. A few that I looked at were Flipgrid, Screencast-O-Matic, and VoiceThread, which I ultimately ended up using. And so when I was researching each of these tools, I went to YouTube and looked up videos for how to use them. Watching tutorials made it super easy to learn about something new and also helped me choose the tool that I thought was best suited to my needs. 
I think this example really gets at Knowles's andragogy assumption of problem-centered orientation. I was motivated to learn in order to deal with an issue of my immediate concern, which again was my project. I was also able to immediately apply what I learned from the tutorials in that I dove right into VoiceThread and created my presentation. So both how I learned the video tutorials and the application of my knowledge creating a VoiceThread were a product of the digital age. Finally, in talking about the advantages of digital learning, I of course have to mention online classes for a master's program. There are several advantages and disadvantages to this course, and I'll talk more about the disadvantages in a few minutes. As far as advantages go, I think I first need to talk about the relative ease in which I've been able to incorporate graduate classes into my everyday life. Yes, I have to make time for reading and for homework, but I also don't have to drive to campus. And importantly, courses being asynchronous allows another level of flexibility. Asynchronicity is not without its problems, though. And again, I'll talk about that more in a few minutes. I think the digital age has been largely positive for my learning. But I think the biggest challenge has definitely been information overload and difficulty concentrating. As mentioned in chapter 10 of our book, the sheer volume of information available to us can be hard to wrap your head around. And with all that information, there's also a ton of opportunity for distraction. I really liked Miriam and Barima's point about how people are reading more today than they did in the 1970s and 80s, but that it's a different type of reading. They mentioned that the amount of information available to us makes us focus more on breadth rather than depth. And I certainly feel that in my own learning. In terms of difficulty concentrating, it feels nearly impossible to do an assignment or read something start to finish without pausing to check my phone or peruse the web. Zooming in on this course, let's start off with the positives. Again, the convenience of an asynchronous online course cannot be overstated in my opinion. In addition to saving time getting to and from campus, I'm also able to choose to study when I feel most focused. There are times when I sit down to read chapters or work on an assignment and my mind is just all over the place. So oftentimes, instead of fighting that, I'll stop doing work and come back to it. Sometimes it is important to push through, but I often find that when I try to get work done when my head isn't all there, the quality of my work suffers. In that same vein, if I had to be in a class at a specific time, I might be able to physically get there, but I might not be mentally ready to consume information. Another positive aspect of this course, which is similar to what I mentioned earlier about using video tutorials to learn how to use different tools, I think this class has had many such learning opportunities embedded within the content that have been super useful. I have learned a lot from my peers about tools that they use, and Dr. Twist has also modeled several different technologies like Screencast-O-Matic, Twitter, and virtual meetings through Zoom and Blackboard. 
while I could research such technologies on my own, I find that seeing them in action first makes me personally more likely to use a new tool. In terms of disadvantages, I think the most challenging part of this course has been to have meaningful discussions asynchronously because I think the back and forth nature of a conversation can get somewhat lost online. I really liked that our presentation assignment was meant to facilitate a discussion, and I think this has helped us all make connections among the literature we read and professional fields of others in our class. I also really enjoyed thinking about a lot of the questions that my peers posed as part of their presentations, but it's just not quite like a face-to-face -face interaction. And I'm having, I'm finding that I'm having a hard time quantifying exactly what it is that I think is missing. Maybe it's the real-time and authentic aspect of face-to-face -face interactions. Um, as I've engaged in more and more online learning, I think my quote-unquote voice is starting to come through a bit more in my writing. But with, for example, many of the questions I answered as part of my peers' presentation, I wonder if I would have come up with the same answer had I not had time to refine my answers as many times as I did. So in this sense, I think online discussions can be a bit contrived. I think that I have just scratched the surface here of the pros and cons of online learning. And in closing, I think it's important to mention that something that I see as an advantage could be a barrier for someone else and vice versa. In the digital age, just as it was 100 years ago or 1,000 years ago, there are aspects of teaching and learning that will work great for some people and not so good for others. So I think one of the keys to succeeding in the digital age is being able to identify what enhances your learning and what hinders it. And with that, I want to wrap up this week's edition of Kara's Corner. So thanks, as always, for tuning in.